five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This One Time Podcast. I am not your host, the Fat Fabio. You're probably wondering, why are you introducing yourself first? Are you feeling a little nervous being in the... Yeah, I'm usually Saturn does this. I know, I'm man. I'm in the spotlight. I'm usually just saying, what's poppin'? That's it. Saturn, like, really left us hanging He's, today. He's, uh, doing meth in Arizona. Yeah. Sweating balls, man. Man, he is literally... Them Saturn sweat rings? He's probably dripping. Yeah, man. Not the good drip. Nah, not at all. He probably got a sweat rag and everything. Oh, God. But yeah, so he left us here on the... So it's just uh, me, you know, Fat Fabio, what's poppin'? And Beans, all up in here. I gotta give a little... You know, let, let's start off with Saturn's typical opening, where he likes to give his grievances, where he likes to call people out. I don't have, I don't need, I don't have a reason to call him out. Oh, I do. Well, you do. I do. I don't. I actually appreciate that he left. Did you really? We get to uh, have this solo episode, just me and you. Well, hopefully we, you know, we live up to the hype. Well, I just gotta say though. Oh, here you go. We all hope, you know, we all have different responsibilities yeah. here. And this isn't really a grievance, but it really made me realize how each of us play like a important role. This is a appreciation, I should say. Um, my only grievance is that he says, "I left the mixer set up for you. You shouldn't have to do anything." So I'm like, cool, you know what? I'm going to do something different for this podcast. I'm going to figure some shit out. I was like, we're going to figure, like, I was trying to figure out a soundboard for today. Because I was like, you know what? We've really been talking about it. I'm going to figure it out. And then when Saturn gets back, he's going to be all hyped because now we got a, sign, a soundboard for yeah. our solo episodes. Um, so I set everything up. You know, for the most part, I know how to set everything up. Typically in our roles here, when we start recording, I'm in the computer room getting, you know, doing sound checks, making sure we're good, making sure we're good to record. I don't see what happens with him at the mixer. Yeah, that's how I was, like, was going to come up here. And I literally, you said, oh, it's not working. I'm like, it's probably the one button. Yeah. I was like, I always see him press one button and then I can start here. I can hear everything. And in my head, I also knew, I'm like, there's one fucking button that I know he presses but he said we're good to go so i relied on that so i spent an hour unplugging replugging shit trying to configure it trying to figure out why i can't hear myself over you know in the headphones and yeah. shit i text him you know he's having a good time not trying to bother him in the az you know um but finally he calls me back he's like send me a picture but in this process he's like oh the red button and in my head i'm like motherfucker you can tell me about the red button the don't one yeah, the, red button on the fucking thing you see a red button like don't press the yeah. red button men in black i'm not gonna lie i had tested the red button but what had happened was um i had the headphones on the stand and it creates oh, a feedback like a screeching sound yeah. so when i press it, it screech really loud and i'm like oh that's, that's not it. it yeah so that's why I, that's why i eliminated the red button but now we know this the red, it's always going to be the red button the red button is what puts us live and yeah. ready to go. So, yep. we appreciate you, Saturn Sweat Rings. He's going to hear this. And yeah. He's be like, man, this is some bullshit. He is. I know him. But I want to say that I do appreciate him. I got nothing against him. And that he clearly contributes quite a bit to this yes, podcast. He, he is the podcast. He is the podcast. And 
I hope we live up to the hype for him, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so it's just us. Yeah. What do we do for today? I don't know. Talk about what we did this weekend. But yeah, no, I haven't done anything, honestly. Uh, New job, new schedule, tired as hell, man. Grandparents, just... Right now that Saturn's not here, man, they are like... What are you going to do with your life? He's not here. No, I don't know what why they feel like I cannot take care of myself. That's just my grandmother. You know that. Yeah, but mind you, I've lived away, lived on my own for years. I quote-unquote live on my own by being in the backyard in an apartment. But she feels the need that because Saturn is gone, that I can't do anything. Like, I can't feed myself. The other day, she's like, oh, what are you doing up there by yourself? I got shit to do, man. Like, I got responsibilities. Yeah, she's like, go hang up, go upstairs with your aunt. I'm like, she's fine. What does she think? Like, I'm depressed as fuck up here? Like, without my man here or some shit? I'll see her tomorrow. It's fine. Did you hear her earlier try to, like, plan a family movie night? Yeah, I was like, that ain't it, man. Like, I'm not trying to watch whatever movie you're trying to watch. So, I don't know. You think she's, like lonely she's bored so she thinks that because i don't got someone else up here like, like you know what spend time with me since you got you don't got him here yeah and i have been and it's been a little exhausting i get the pass of being the young buck i'm out and about i'm never home but i mean i kick it with her after work so i'm like she's not alone yeah i don't know man this is like a hard glimpse into what it's gonna be like when they're like way older <sighs> well I'll make some phone calls to other family members. I know they're listening. Shout out to the fan bam. Who's listening? We know you're listening now. Now we have to... Yeah. We yeah. definitely know you're listening. Yeah. So now we're just going to yeah, do you're our next. own grievances you're here next. on the podcast. We're going to drag... I know one of you is listening. And I know one of you is next door. You're next. Yeah, we need to take shifts. Yeah, we did. We've done our time. So. Granted, we'll always do the time, but... Y'all need to give us a break. Yeah. Times are rough with these these folks. I will say, though, your grandfather was hanging out with the best of the best the Man, other day. I missed... I can't believe I missed that. I wanted to see that. Man, I couldn't believe. I thought the best of the best wasn't going to come back. They disbanded? They had disbanded. I hadn't heard from they them in a while. They, they had to take the hiatus. And then I, like, one day I came back home and opened up my window and... Sure and enough. I, sure enough, they're talking about what it's like to be a man and having the biggest wiggles in the world type of shit like i was trying to record the conversation because part of my plan too was to try to play like clips from their convo but i didn't really have the sound equipment to see uh, i don't like when they have that conversation why because then like they, what it means to be a man yeah because then not then nobody knows who this guy is but not the daddy mm-hmm. he likes to step up to me he kind of likes to challenge my manhood I'm like, bro, you're like four foot nine. I will fuck you up in front of your wife and not daughter. The the problem is these dudes are having conversation about being like a man and like standing up and no one fucking tells me shit and like, you know, who got the biggest balls? Yeah, when their wives come outside barking like, oh, they're going to run back in the house and put tails between their legs. Like, you know, if your grandmother went out there during that time. Be like, get your ass inside. She'd be like, all right, guys, I got to go. Yeah. That's why I was like, I was like, next time he says some shit, I'm like, I'm going to get your wife and she won't get your ass inside. You're talking about not the daddy? Not the daddy. And then to top it off, the black dude was with them. 
And I, like, don't, I don't know too much about him. I don't know much either, but, like, he was having a whole separate conversation, like, outside of this, talking about, like, the love of his life type of shit. Good for him. So, but it was kind of like, it wasn't that positive. Oh. Like, the love is, I don't know if he got some drama or some shit, but he, he's an interesting guy. He seems like a cool cat. Like, he's, like, doesn't look like he's up to no good. I mean, no. But I wouldn't put it past him. It's it's really hard. Maybe it's just us being like paranoid. Like, yeah. are we letting him into like the circle, and then one day he's gonna strike? I mean, who who's in the the best of the best circle? Like we all know, we know those guys. He's yes. the he's the outsider. I mean, he I, he does good work. I see what, I've seen the work he's done. I mean, he's definitely a great help. He is, but just because. There's always that, like, yeah, he's the outsider. Like, you just don't trust him 100%. But he's definitely been adopted into the best of the best. Yeah, he's an honorary member. So. He's waiting for his jacket. We should get them jackets. The best of the best. The best of the best. Have own little nicknames. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I wish I could have recorded, like, clips of their audio so that I could play it so people understand why they're the best of the best, but... That mystery will remain only to those that have witnessed it. It's only a handful, though. Mm, yeah, but the thing is, it's two members. I've, I've caught on. It's two members that the best of the best is only reunited when those two show up. And then it's like, then the best of the best come out. It's it's isn't it, It's the two that don't live here. Right? Yeah. Well, they're a part of an external group that comes out, comes out from time to time. Oh, but, but yeah, their conversations, man, always lead to what it's like to be a man, man. Man, that's it, that. Uh, it all goes back to mental health. Does it though? I hope so. I mean, it can. They're some of them are making up for something. Maybe their fathers didn't hug them enough. I mean, there are a bunch of compas who probably didn't have any parental figures, exactly, yeah. or like tight knit parental or parents were gone you know exploring other countries and shit so but yeah break the cycle doing it now with this generation i guess i guess but yeah funny thing so today apparently is parents day parents day parents day and i only know this because i took a snap earlier and that was one of the filters so you're going off of snapchat yeah okay not buzzfeed i'm surprised oh snapchat's no it's not reliable No. no no what says it's parents day what, is, what does that even mean? I don't know. You're supposed to celebrate. I guess instead of having a separate Father's Day and Mother's Day, we got Parents' Day. So like, oh, I didn't get them anything. Let me just get them something for Parents' Day. I don't know. I didn't even know this shit existed. Yeah. Did another fake holiday. Well, unfortunately, we missed out. Well, I mean, no, we spent Parents' Day with my grandmother for like a half an hour in the kitchen. That's true. We spent pretty much a half a day with her yesterday. I didn't. Yeah, you did. You were there with us eating. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. Clearly. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. This podcast might be. Clearly, we're missing a little uh, Saturn action yeah. up in here. He's probably going to be listening to this tomorrow and be like, man, y'all suck. <laughs> I don't have much of a personality. Sorry, y'all. I don't even know what to say. Like, I, we, I totally had an idea what to do, and then I'm like, no, nah, it's not going to work. Not, you're not, 
missed out, man. I thought you were bringing something to the table. Mm, it, it'll pop up. We have we have forty minutes. Forty minutes of us going rambling, rambling. Back it's alright, man. It's hot. Clearly, <laughs> this is what this podcast, this episode's gonna be. Just us bullshitting. So how's the weather, y'all? Man, has anybody emailed us? Oh, you know what? You brought up a good point. I didn't even check the reviews. Man, I'm telling you, this fucking red button thing, like, threw my whole game off. Cause I, I got legit... an in-person review. Did you? Yeah. What'd they say? Um, that our last episode was probably our best episode. With Chloe? Yeah. Is it because they enjoyed her story? Well, or? that and everything just transitioned super smoothly. Yeah, I will say, Chloe was a pretty She's a good storyteller. Yeah. She, like, really went into detail, which I appreciated. I really learned a lot about the peyote journey. I asked, like, eight people. I think I got five people to do it now. Yeah. Don't tell her, man. She will I know. legit. She'll set it up. She'll set it up. I want her to do it again, but she probably won't. I don't know if she'd do it again. I think she would set you guys up, but I think she'd be there, like, for after the fact. Like, how you, how you feeling? Like, yeah. dog shit. Like, she'll be cooking for y'all, like, after you guys have puked your brains out. But. Yeah, I'm trying to get a cleanse. Cleanse your life. I'm, clean, to, I'm cleansing right now. Trying to get your life together, man. Get my life together. Getting toxic people out of my life. That's Negative what we city. should be talking about today. Let's talk about. People. Let's talk about. Let's. That's today's episode. Toxic people and mental health. Listen, I think you just want to go into mental health because of my credentials. Well, well, we gotta educate the people, man. That's true, but I will say, recent growth in the past, hmm, let's say two years of my life. Maybe this is part of me going into adulthood, but I realize how much energy fucking toxic people take out oh my of your god life. it is so much it is exhausting it consumes you and it this is where i've processed and have thought about now are toxic people people that just never like quote-unquote grow like grew up um, but, like they're still stuck in a certain like either it's the college phase it's the high school phase not so much elementary phase, but I feel like those two phases, or like I, the wild and out phase, they just like never get out of see, that. There's, there's the, there's the high school phase, which I think is mostly drama, mm-hmm. a lot of shit talking, a lot of backstabbing, typical high school stuff. Yeah. And then the college phase is the whole, let's get fucked up, let's get drunk. Every day's being a good day. Every day's a frat day. Yeah. And I have all those people in my life. And you tell those people one thing about how... How about no? Just try something different. Mm-hmm. People get offended so badly. Like you're telling... Like like you're holding a gun to their head and telling them to change their lives. Like if you don't fucking change your life, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. And they ain't about it. No. I mean, but that's... A, that's that's like realizing that and like seeing those people, it's... They got to realize that on their own. That, yo, this shit ain't for me no more, or, yeah, this is actually getting kind of tiring. Where do you feel like you're at in your me? life right now with that? Yeah. I'm over it. Just straight over it. It is exhausting. Exhausting. Like, waking up and, like, stressed about problems that aren't even mine. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, why am I stressing over this? And I think that's the key point. I think sometimes, because it, it's, it's challenging too, because there's certain people that are toxic that you can realize this person is just shitty. Like, I, I mean, need some out of my and, life. And when people hear this, it's not just friends. It's it's family. Yeah. It, it's siblings. It's, it's neighbors, acquaintances, anybody. It doesn't have to be just friends or strangers. It could be someone in your own house. Well, and, and I think that's where it, it comes down to level. So you got people who have, like, been part of your life, and they themselves turn into kind of a toxicity in a sense that, like you said, like a family, like a friend, someone that maybe in your life was a positive thing in your life. And then as people advances and people go through their own shit, you kind of realize, you know what, this shit ain't healthy for me no more. Or this like, they're on their bullshit and I'm like over it or you're trying to do other stuff and they're just not on the same yeah. page as you. And then there's people that come into your life already toxic. And because I'm sure me and you both know examples of people who like end up like either in relationships or like new friends or, you know, whatever the case may be. And they're toxic from the beginning and you kind of can see it. Yeah. Um, but they kind of get wrapped up in it and next, and you know, they have a hard time kind of seeing that. Um, so it's interesting, you know, I, I, it's interesting for me kind of seeing you go through that process of realizing like toxic people versus healthy people. And it's, when it comes to that, like when you're separating the toxic people from the non-toxic people, they're not always bad people. They're Mm -hmm. just caught in the the wrong mindset. Like, I know some toxic people who aren't bad people. They're yeah. very nice, but they just like drama. And, again, that's high school shit. Yeah. And it gets to a point where, yeah, you can you can vent, you can talk shit, it's cool. But you're doing it two weeks in a row now? Yeah. Like, one week is, fu- one week is pushing it, but it's acceptable. Two weeks? Mm-mm. That, now you got three weeks? All right. Now you just like talking about this. Yeah. I feel if you constantly keep bringing it up, you just enjoy talking about it. And it's not a problem. It's just something you like to talk about. Yeah. And that's not good. Because then you're putting that energy out. And it's affecting everybody around you. Yeah. Like, how many fucking times do we got to talk about you don't liking this person or this situation? Like, we get it. You don't need to keep bringing it up. But at that point, it's like, again... It seems like you just like talking about it. You're putting out that negativity. Well, and I wonder if there's a sense of, I need to be validated about how shitty this person is. At at this point, when it comes to, like, people around me and just meeting different people, that seems to be a problem with everybody. Everybody needs to get validation. And again, I feel like I had this talk with somebody about social media. Mm -hmm. That's the big kicker. Social media makes people want... That's instant uh, gratification. That's You get validated like that. A one like, that means one. you get one yeah. validation. That's that's all it takes. And it, it, at this point, it's like, you say one thing to someone, and then they say something to you, and you don't, re- you don't give them the answer they want. They get upset. Well, and I think that's been one of the things that have kind of changed the dynamics between people. Obviously, like you said, social media. So... You know, if you think about, quote unquote, the high school drama or so forth, a lot of that, especially, I guess I imagine like your age, that we, my age, like that social media was coming into play, so to say. Um, 
kind of that sense of, like you said, validation. It became something new. It became something everyone got caught up with. It changed the dynamics of people in a sense that you were so caught up in what was going on online versus what's going on in in front front of of you. Or to me, my big thing is, so one of the things I realized kind of growing up, especially with social media, um, well, not necessarily growing up, but like in the last couple of years is, I had to kind of like step away from social media to recognize like how much it was kind of playing into my life. And sometimes I see myself kind of getting cycled back into it, like getting caught up in other people's shit Mm -hmm. when I realize, you know what? I could be using this time for myself or I could be using this time for something else like versus trying to get caught up in everyone else's bullshit online and then doing the whole comparison of, oh, well, you know, I... One, the comparison of, I see where those people are going and kind of like reflecting on myself and kind of saying like, shit, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I where they're at? But I think the biggest thing that really pisses me off about social media is the image that people try to portray. Everybody's fake on the internet. Well, yeah. And then you know deep down or you know the reality of what it's like Like at home. there There are people in like, I know... Some some people are listening to this. Mm-hmm. They talk a lot of shit on the internet, and they they they're, they're always talking about fuck you, fuck this. I'm gonna fuck you up. But when you see that person, you're not you're not gonna throw hands. That's not the tune you're singing. No, you're, you're not gonna start. You're not gonna start swinging. You talk a lot of shit, and you talking like I'm gonna beat this motherfucker's ass. Okay, you saw them two days ago. You say it's on site. You want to beat that person's ass? Go do it. Stop talking. And when you when you call out people mm-hmm. for all the bullshit they talk on the internet, like, oh, okay, what's up with that bullshit? They're like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it. It's like, okay, that's why the internet is fake, and I don't take anything to heart on the internet. You know, because I'm like, you're, you're, you're behind a screen. Yeah. You, you won't say that shit to somebody's face, or... Yeah, it's just, like, when it comes to talking shit on the internet, like, nobody will ever say it to your face. Yeah. It's always behind a screen. And it, that that just feeds into that, tox, that toxic behavior. Because that means people can get away with whatever, whatever they want. So you're looking at it as the people, like you said, who kind of hide behind the screen to kind of talk all the shit or kind of play this big game, kind of represent themselves as someone who's, like, doesn't back down or whatever the case may be. Ain't no punk sort of say. But when presented with the opportunity yeah, to act upon like, it, they that's, don't. That's, 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 I've ever heard the that term keyboard warriors. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, I don't talk shit on the internet because for, I don't like talking. If I'm going to talk shit, I'll say it to your face. Yeah. Um, But it's it's the complaining. It's the shit talking. The self-loathing, like, I get it, sometimes I do it, mm-hmm. but I'm not constantly doing it. Like, I have a bad day, fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna post a tweet or I'm gonna put a yeah. sad thing on Facebook, some sad meme, okay, but it's not the entire time, it's like, okay, I got that out. Well, and that that's something I will say, I think, reflecting back on myself, and I can, I can admit to this, that the whole, like, like you said, like, complaining, kind of whining, like... Sometimes I've, in, in the past, I've seen, like, myself get into that, un- like, unhealthy habit. Yeah. Of, like, just bitching and moaning and, and looking at all the negative shit. And that's something that, you know, I kind of go back and forth. Like, sometimes I get really sucked into it. 
and then I recognize it and I try to pull myself back and then I'm good and I'm like you know what not like kumbaya but like realizing yeah. you know shit ain't that bad or you know what if I'm bitching about this then I need to do something to like remedy it and I and I had a talk with a friend of mine a couple of days ago about like seeing counseling and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff um how nowadays like when you people are you can see the transition into mental health is starting to become a, per, a, priority. a, very, a priority. Yeah. But it, it, it depends on what line of work you do or the people you hang around and how you were raised and the culture. Mental health is still going to be put on the back burner. You still get that suck it up, be a man yeah. kind of shit. It's like, yeah, it's you can be a man. But it's better to get that shit out instead of like lose slowly letting it rot you out and become a bitter person. Yeah, I come. Like, we come from a family that's very bitter. There's a lot that's of the reality. Well, and the reality is they're bitter because one therapy isn't an option or isn't something that they think about pursuing. The other thing is they. I think there's a lack of recognition of how like a reflection on themselves on how their behavior is affecting them. Yeah. So we have family members in a sense that they've been doing the same shit, thinking the same fucking way their whole fucking the life. The same toxic cycle. And they'll say, oh, I need to change this or, oh, I need to do something different. And they'll say it, but they don't necessarily act upon it. It, it's, it goes back to, you know, whether it's someone who's suffering from anxiety, depression, even an addict. Mm-hmm. Whether it be sex, drugs, whatever, you can force, you can take someone to therapy or rehab, but it never works. That person wants, if they want to get better, they will go themselves. Well, the the reality is, what you get in, get out of therapy is what you put into it. Yeah, because that's what therapy is, and I mean, obviously, this is kind of my background, so to say, but um, a person that goes into therapy. The reality is therapy is just someone kind of putting your shit back in your face. It's you are talking and the reality is someone saying, you just said X, Y, and Z. Where are you with what you just said? Yeah. And sometimes people will, like you, like I said, will mindlessly talk or like say it, but they're not reflecting on what they're saying. So like I said, like being caught up in this whine complain cycle, you're whining and complaining. You're just whining and complaining, but you're not stopping to think. Why am I whining yeah, you're, or why you're am I complaining? you're paying X amount of dollars just to complain. Pretty much. And if you're not willing to stop and be uncomfortable and, and recognize, it, yeah. shit, you know what? Well, I'm bitching because the reality is I'm not willing to put in the work to fucking change. And going back to that, that conversation I had with my friend, um, we have had traumas that have very, like, have impacted our lives. Like, life hit us hard at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And you can, I, I can go through a list of people and I could see them and be like, life hasn't hit you yet. It, 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 it may never will hit you, but you try and give these people some insight, like you're going to burn out or you're going to crash. I'm giving you a heads up. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even trying to talk shit. I'm not, I'm looking out for you. Cause the last thing I want to do is watch the people around me burn. So you try and give this, uh, this insight, like I've been there, I've done that that's not the right thing to do. Yeah. You're going to end up doing more damage than good. And then again, it, it takes a, takes that person to understand that uh, information, whether to absorb it, like, hmm, maybe this person knows what they're talking about. 
but usually people are just super stubborn like you don't know what you you can't tell me what to do and well one of the things i'm thinking about is and this is something i've thought about as well like you said er, certain people have gone through their traumas yeah you know me and you are more vocal and and can say you know what i've gone through some shit this is how it shaped me that's the thing too it's like i'm not ashamed to talk about it because i've accepted it and I, I, I'm, I've grown from it. Mm-hmm. And I can see people who are either going through the same thing or going through a trauma. And I'm like, it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. Because I went years without saying a single word to anybody about it. And I was living a very self-destructive life. And then once I started talking to someone about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Now I can see where, all, where I'm going wrong. Let me try. Let me backtrack. I can fix this, that. And then I'm going to go back and talk to this person. And then going, fixing it, going back, just keep going the back and forth like, this is how I fixed it. What else can you do? This is how I fixed it. You start realizing that you can heal yourself, like, pretty fast. Well, so the question is, what about people who haven't gone through that trauma? Like, I, I bring this up because sometimes... I've encountered people where I'm like, man, you don't fucking know because you, you haven't gone you through some shit. You can't humble someone who's never been humbled. But then at the same time, is it their fault that they haven't gone through some trauma that's, since? Like, that, when when people say that, I feel like that's... You're kind of... You're, you're blaming them. Like, what, like yeah. kind of, you're pointing like, what, what, fuck you. you. You need to go through a trauma. That's, I feel like that's not the answer. I feel just... It's just... It's life. Life... That's really hard to explain. It's well, it, the way I bring it up is in a sense like I've met people who have lived very privileged lives. Oh yes, so and, I. and I don't know. I sometimes I feel bad even saying privilege because the reality is they went, they literally just grew up in a safe home with someone who validated them and supported them and and didn't have to deal with some of the bullshit we've had yeah. to deal with. And in a sense, like I struggle with that a sense of like. It's not their fault. It's not their fault that they haven't yeah. had a struggle, sort of say. But then at the same time, they have no, I guess, clue as to what how other people have gone through some shit. And I it's hard to explain it to them. I feel like this is jealousy, in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. like, I have friends who come from safe homes, and I look at them like, man, fuck you. Yeah. I didn't have that. I still don't have that. Like... Why do you get it? I'm like, but then I sit back. I'm like, I'm. I don't need to be that. I don't need to be that person anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm at that age where I'm like, okay, I didn't have that growing up. I can make it. I can make that my own now. I can have that. Yeah. I can make it. I well, like you said, that. break that cycle. Try to establish something. Yeah, new. like that's something I always tell uh, a lot of people who come from like our kind of background. Yeah, is that the moment you just you accept it and you just like. It, you accept it in the wrong way. Like, this is my life. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen. This is how it's supposed to be. It's like, no. Just because... I've always heard that... Somebody had told me this, like... You will always suffer from the sins of your father. Like, it always goes down. It, yeah. it always trickles down. You know? And I... I refuse to do that and i tell them it's like you don't have to suffer from your you don't have to be your parents you don't Mm -hmm. have to be your grandparents you are your own person you don't have to live the way they lived if you want to never get married never get married Mm -hmm. if you don't want kids don't have kids you know if you want to just live your life the way you want to do it then do it 
you don't have to live by nobody's standards but your own. Well, and I think that that's a very valid point. And I think one of the things that someone once told me as well is, in a sense, that person has lived their life. Like, this is your life yeah, to like, live. Yeah, like, go out and live yours. And especially, like, people who grew up in a household where there were certain expectations. Or yeah. Like, you know, the reality is every parent, when they have a child, they have already in their head pre-establish what they want that child to look like what they want them to do what they want their future to be and i think that sometimes is some of the challenges that people face is that that's not their plan that's not what the path they want to take in their life but their parent is kind of saying well no do this because you know they want the best for their kids um but they don't recognize that the best what they want for the best for their kids isn't the best for their kids it's what they want like i I tell my brother, like, you don't have to go to college. If college isn't for you, you don't need to go. You can go into a trade. Mm-hmm. You can work with your hands. Do something. You, you don't have to go to school. You can still, I mean, finish high school, obviously. But if you want to get into a trade, go into a trade school. If you do want to go to college, go to college. Yeah. But that road isn't always ha- doesn't always have to be taken. Like, you know my parents they're gonna beat college into him like you're gonna go to get a degree you're gonna get a degree well and i I think that's because once again it goes back to them wanting to establish you know he has a wealth of support that in a sense maybe we didn't have growing up um but it's a in a sense they want him to live his best life so they're trying to set him up for that and like you're saying what they think is best may not necessarily be the best because in my case you know our thing was you go to school and that's going to put you in the best position, sort of say. Yeah. If I reflect on some of the decisions I made in the past, I would have done certain things completely different, but I didn't have anyone else to tell me to do that, yeah. nor do we know we were going to get into this point. I'm in the generation of go to school, go into student debt, you'll figure it out afterwards, you know, you'll you'll be fine afterwards, and now we got a shit ton of people who have fucking hundred thousands in fucking debt. Yeah. And it's a major anxiety. It's an anxiety of, I'll be the first one to say, I don't look at where my fucking student debt is at because... It'll follow you forever. Yeah. I, it's just a payment that I've learned that I'm going to pay for the rest of my fucking life because that's what it is. And, and I've, I've been reading these arguments of people who are like, oh, well, you know, of course, like you you borrowed money. Of course, you got to pay it back. Like you're dumb. Like why do you think you should like get that forgiven or whatever the case but we also grew up in a generation no one explained what the hell we were getting ourselves into they were just pushing education yeah so that just goes back you know i kind of talk about that in the sense because like you're saying college isn't the option for everyone that may not be the case for them now if they know what they want to do and that's what's going to make them happy and they have to go through that process yeah, then you go, go through, go through it. it. Yeah. If you feel like you want to do a different tra- like you said a trade or or even like a certificate or, or anything like that, but it's going to put you in a job that you're going to enjoy and want to be at. So be it, you know, it doesn't have to be the same route for everyone. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a challenge, man. I think right now, I think the older you get, the more you recognize how much you don't have the space for either toxic people mm-hmm. or difficult situations or in the challenge comes when you recognize that, but what happens when that other person doesn't recognize it? It's, it's so when it comes to that and I've I've done this with people it's like I said not all toxic people are bad True. they just have toxic behaviors that they you can see you can see 
when people are just acting out or that's just them. Like, it's like they're just going through a funk, so they're being toxic. Yeah. Or they're just genuinely a toxic person. Um, my thing is, is I, I, I like to take a hiatus. I take like a, like a month or two mm-hmm. and I don't have any con like, well, I have my main core group of people who I contact like, Hey, what are we doing? Or Hey, come through. But usually I take a two month hiatus. I don't really reach out to anybody except my mains. Um, and that's it. I just stay at home. I get myself together. Yeah. Kind of like Zen out. Like, uh, I, I like to meditate, like play very mellow music and just sit there and like do breathing exercises. Just like really calm. Um, just chill at home, loaf at home. Now, do you get pushback when you go into that hiatus? No. Nah, well, the, with the hiatus is like, I always, I warn people like I'm going to leave. But I know people. I know people aren't paying attention. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll come back and they'll be like, "Where the fuck have you been?" I was like, "I told you I was leaving." But usually, it's I, I did it a couple times and it's it's all right. Like I come back, like ain't shit happen. But I'm at this point where like if I take my mental health hiatus mm-hmm. and I come back with and they give me negative feedback, I'm like, okay, we're done. Yeah, like, I need like you have to recognize that it's not about you anymore. Like, I did this for me. Like, my mental health is more important than us hanging out. Because if you want to still hang out, my mental health needs to be okay. Yeah. And I feel at this point, if somebody is going to get upset because you're trying to take care of your mental health, that person is not worth being around. Because they'll probably never get it. until they, and They'll probably never get it until they need to do it. And they may not do it. Yeah. But if, if you... Take a social hiatus, like maybe hang around two, three people you you enjoy being around, no drama, no nothing. Maybe just stay at home, chill with on the couch with your dog, your cat, and you come back to your group or somebody you always hung out with, and this person gives you negative feedback, that just means that your mental health is not their priority. Yeah. They didn't really care. Well, and I feel like maybe one of the challenges that I encountered is... Um, Obviously, I am in the field of mental health and and so forth. And um, what I learned, it it came after a point of like just crashing and burning was recognizing that I was playing, quote unquote, the therapist role for everyone. Right. I I naturally do that. Like, and I think it's just certain people have it in their nature to just and and people end up in helping fields because of that because it's naturally in their nature. Um, But one of the things I had to learn was. To cut that off from people. And that was a huge challenge because I, I played that role for people for such a long time. Right. I, I started doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people people refer to me as the group dad. Yeah. Because, you know, when we drink, usually I'll peep the scene. How's everybody doing? Oh, everybody's like twice as drunk as me? Okay, I'm going to take a step back. Make sure everybody gets home. I really don't care. I don't mind playing group dad. Yeah. People like to vent to me. Really don't care. But after a while, it starts to do, just to tear away at you. Yeah. And someone was like, oh, I got to tell you something. You might not You might not like it. And I was like, if I don't like it, I'm like, no, nah, don't tell me. Yeah. I don't care. I don't need to know. It's not my problem. It's none of my business. 
I'm taking, you can take that. I don't want it. I don't need it. And I think when it comes to people who like to vent to other people, like if you're like us, you know, people like to vent to you. Yeah. You need to learn how to say no. Well, and I and I think that was one of the challenges because, like I said, I think I play this role for a lot of people, like for a long, you know, for a long, long time in their life. And when I started doing it as a profession, where it's like, okay, now I have people that complete strangers that now quote unquote their life, and I say that a lot, quote unquote, but that their life is like in my hands, sort of say, and I have to be present and I have to carry their weight in a sense because that is part of therapy yeah i couldn't carry the weight now for a bunch of other people that were not my clients or that i wasn't doing kind of therapeutic work with yeah and i had to pull back and i and i feel like that created um i wouldn't say tension but it created a riff in what was the normality of our friendships and i had to do it in a sense because I was like crashing and burning and and taking everyone else's shit on, sort of say, and I couldn't be present for what I really was signed up and what my job was. Um, and I feel like sometimes I get pushed back or sometimes, and I don't think it's intentional, but I think people may look at it not as me trying to pull back for my own self care, but kind of like, well, what's up with her? Yeah. What's up, like you know, like. Why is she being such a bitch, sort of say. I mean, when it comes to that, and when people like to vent, that's okay. But I think when people get too comfortable doing that. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm going to go to Beans. I don't know. Like, like it gets to a point where if you're going to constantly do this, you need to go see a therapist. Yeah. I'm not your therapist. Well, and I think that's really what it came down to. And, and it's happened with, with a couple people. And I think for me, like I said, I had to reflect back in the sense of I was bringing shit home. Like that was that's, affecting that's my the worst household. Part. That is the worst part. You like, know, you can't even relax at home. Yeah. And so that's in a sense. And that's something I still try to like, I think I still struggle with of finding that balance of being present as a friend, but also not turning into someone's therapist. Yeah. Where it's like, I can hear you out. I but can give I'm you not, advice, yeah. but that's all I'm going to do. Well, not even that, because even then, that's something I had to learn. People are going to do what the fuck they want to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, at this point, it's like, I, I do that, give people advice like, hey, you know, have your own stuff, or do this, that, and the other, or be do your own thing. Um, They just, unless they want to do it, they'll do it. Yeah. If they don't want it, if they themselves don't want it, like, fuck you, I don't want to do that, okay. I... Thought I'd throw that out there. Well, and I think that sometimes plays into, too, when we're talking about toxic people in, in the sense where you see them do the same bullshit all the time. And you, they come to you and say, I don't want to do this bullshit no more. And then, and then next week, they're on their fucking bullshit. This is why, like, when people do that, when they do that cycle of bullshit, and then they come back, like, oh, I'm tired of it. I'm like, no, you're not. I will, like, tell them you're not. Like, what do you, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, you're, you keep doing this. Yeah. And it's like I can like I recognize when I'm on my bullshit. I'm like, oh, here I go again. I better stop. And then I stop. And then like if I get get caught back into it, I gotta remember you gotta stop. Like once you recognize that you're on your bullshit, that's 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 a step forward. But people either are ignorant or they just don't wanna realize that they're in a cycle of their own bullshit and they've been doing that for so long they think that's their life now. When in reality you can stop that at any moment. 
Well, and if we're talking about mental health in a sense, that that does happen. That becomes, sometimes people get wrapped up, and I talk to a lot of people about this, getting wrapped up in the drama or getting wrapped up in like these negative situations because that has become their norm. Yeah. People get caught up where it's like when things are too fucking calm or things are going too good, in a sense, they kind of self-prophecy uh, in the sense of like, create drama because that's what they're accustomed to so yeah. when things are going good it's like well i'm waiting for it to go bad so let me let me just get a head start yeah. on this shit um like something's up why is everything going so well yeah but then at the same time too like you said there's people when they do recognize the bullshit it's not also easy to just get out of it you know it's kind of like some gang shit like yeah you're in some bullshit gang you're trying to get out it's not like it, it's not it's gonna kill you or it's gonna beat you up if it sees you on the street you you could just stop. Yeah. But, you know, people kind of go into the cycle, too, where they they recognize it, they get out of it. I mean, I feel like that's what happens yeah. to me, like, with social media. It's like, I get out of it, and then I, like, detox, and then I'm, like, good, and I'm in a better headspace. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, once I'm back on it, after a while, it's like, oh, man, I'm back on the same bullshit. Like, I got to pull back again. Yeah. So, I mean, we also can't knock people down who who do recognize it. And they're just kind of like trying to still navigate that system because it takes time. I mean, anything with change fucking takes can take a shit ton of time. Shit doesn't yeah. happen overnight. But but at least if you make the effort into trying to better yourself, baby steps. At least you got a foot in the door. That's all that matters. I think that's also maybe what frustrates people. Um, just kind of reflecting on that. Kind of just it doesn't they expect it to change overnight? That or it's like. There's just no effort to make a change. So it's like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. what do you, you want me to stick around and hope that one day, like, you, you come change, to terms? Yeah. Like, sometimes you do just have to step back and, and leave them where they're at. And at the point, it's like, when I say this, and I don't, with this whole conversation is not on no disrespectful shit. Yeah. This is reality, how people love toxicity. They love, it's a good album definitely good it's album. a great Shout album out to the system um but in people people are bored and toxic people are drama and everybody likes drama so they get a show but in, it's it's doing more harm than good and when it, when we have this conversation about people on their bullshit it's not talking down on them it's those people need to realize that they don't need to live that life anymore you can, like, you're upset because of all this drama. Mm -hmm. You can leave it. You can be happy. No one's going to take that from you. But it's up to you to make that decision. And if you're not ready to make that decision, okay, that's fine. Some people may be ready tomorrow, next week, next year. Some people will never be ready. But if you feel you're ready to start over and be like, I'm done with this toxic bullshit... I've got my people who aren't toxic. I got these people who are looking out for me. I'm looking out for me. Then start. Yeah. Start tomorrow. You, you know, um, how how Eamon said, like when you want to get a tattoo, and every time like my my friends, everybody talks about working out. You just got to do it. Like walk through the door. Just start. Yeah. Do it. And if you do it once, do it twice. Do it three times. Next thing you know, you're a week in, you're two months in, you're three years in, and then you forgot, like, oh, I'm not going to stop. You just keep moving forward. You just got to start. That's it. Like, walk in. Yeah. That's well, it. And I think that 
that I mean, once again, that's a very valid point. I think people make that harder than what it is. People make up excuses. People are afraid. That they're afraid of what that outcome could look like because the reality is that outcome can lead to a bunch of changes that you're not ready for. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have a certain idea and it goes back. This is why people, you know, get depressed, they get anxious or, you know, whatever conflict, they get angry because you have set up a certain expectation of what something should look like. Yeah. And the reality is it's not going to look like that. And so there are people who stay in, in certain situations because, well, you know, I can't leave it because, you know, family should look like this or relationships should look like that or friendships should look like uh, this. It, but when it comes to like like that, like their image, uh-huh. I my family does not look like a typical family. Yeah. You know, a lot of it, like I have my core, like my obviously people I'm related to, but I, ha- I have my family, which is my friends. They are a family to me. They We treat each other like family. That's not the family I expected, but that's the family I got. Yeah. You know, I have your fam. You can, you can, you can make your own family. You can make new friends. You can make new everything. It's just, again, you got to make that move. Don't be afraid. Well, and I think it, it is a challenge, um, especially if you're, talking about like well like what's what i'm thinking of right now is like you know family and i think that's the biggest thing that makes it challenging because people will say oh well that's my family and i can't step away from it or whatever no you can but if there's certain toxicities there you know and i we see it in our own family sort of say where people have separated and and i think sometimes we get frustrated with it but at the same time like if we're talking all this is there a reason why they've separated themselves in and, the past? And it comes to a point where when you do that, you separate yourself. It's like, it's okay to separate yourself from people. But if you honestly feel like this person can change, I would say don't cut all ties. Like I am the type of person where I'm like, I think people can change. I like to think people can change mm-hmm. because if I can change, you can change. Yeah. So I don't cut off everybody completely. I'm like, I'm going to let you... Be free. Go. If we cross paths again and you're a completely different person and you've grown up and you've realized that way of living is not the way you want to live. You want to live a more positive and oriented life, very focused on certain things. Okay, let's let's talk. Let's catch up. But if you're still on your bullshit, still toxic, I want nothing to do with you because my my pond is is clean. It's good drinking water. You're going to come in with your dirty water and poison everything in there. I don't need that. Like, I'm starting to clear out all this toxicity in my life, and you did your thing, and you're still toxic? Stay over there. I don't need you fucking up my shit. So what is your perspective on, you know, I kind of was touching on this earlier, and we, I don't know, I feel like we've talked about it to some extent, but going back to the image, like people create a certain image because that's that's my thing with social media like i said is okay is that i see when it comes to social media and this is my thing social media is a joke yeah it is not real like i am the fat fabio i don't walk around outside saying i'm the fat fabio this is a joke this is a character yeah i like i I, people know me on facebook i post nothing but memes jokes and share stupid videos facebook i don't care what people say on facebook i don't care what people think of me on facebook i don't care Mm -hmm. twitter 
same thing, say stupid things. I don't care. Insta- I barely use Instagram, and I barely use Snapchat. I don't, social media, it's the image on social media is it's a cop out, because on social media you can be whoever the fuck you want, and no one's gonna call you out. Like people will call you out for it, but you don't need to show up. Yeah. You can like I can I can be a, all like the ultimate badass on 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 Facebook and Twitter like blah blah I'm the shit, blah 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 blah. Okay, who's who's gonna stop me? Are you someone's gonna t- tweet me from across the country and say I'm a pussy? Okay. Oh, oh, what are you gonna like? What what's the big deal about it? This person's halfway across the country, mm-hmm. calling me a pussy. I'm like okay. Like I don't care. Like it's, well, it's it's the internet. I guess the more that I was trying to get at is yeah, what are you trying people to get at? people that you do know people oh. that you do know where you know that the image they're portraying oh, is like, not okay. Is um, not I think you're talking about like me and, and no no no, no. like that. like my thing. I think my thing that that really gets to me is people who portray a certain image online. But like I said, I know the reality of what the I whole mean, looks I'm, like. I'm not I'm not one to call people out unless it's in person. Because it's in person, it's different. Like, I'm in front of you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I have to say in front of you. Uh, I mean, that's it's not my place to call people out. It's not my place to expose people. Because, you know, when when people say certain things or and, and things are said, they end up exposing themselves. Mm. You know? Interesting. I, I've seen that a lot. Like, you could say one thing. I've, and I haven't this happened. I've said one thing on Twitter or Facebook, and mm-hmm. I've gotten a bunch of like, like, oh, this person's a piece of shit, or this, that, and the other, who talk a lot of shit on uh, on Twitter, and I'll get text messages. Who are you yeah. talking about? Who are you talking about? Is that about me? I don't need to expose you. You're gonna expose yourself because if the boot fits, the boot fits. Yeah. But when it comes to talking shit, you know, again, it goes back to that mask. You. I'm not gonna take the mask. I'm not. I'm not gonna pull a Scooby Doo. I'm not gonna be Fred and take the mask off the monster. I don't need to. I don't want to. Because where where where's the what's the benefit? Mm-hmm. I get no benefit from it. Like if I got a hundred dollars every time I dethrone somebody, yeah, I would do it. Okay, I call you out on your bullshit. Like you're talking all this shit. You're being a you're being a hard ass. You're talking like you're gonna do something. I'm going to tweet to you, alright, next time you see that person, you better do something. What's the point of doing that? It's, again, it goes, like, my biggest thing when people talk shit on the internet, people got this persona on the internet, you have to realize that's fake. That is not a real person. You know, you go to Instagram, half those people don't look that way, half those people don't got that money. You go to Twitter, half those people aren't about that life. You go to Facebook, again... Half those people learn about that life. There's no like the there's no way to like what do you think like someone's gonna talk shit and then someone from again halfway across the country is talking shit, what are they gonna come to your town and call you out and fuck you up? No. Yeah. No no one's scared on the internet. Cause it's it's instant and you again, you have the your internet mask. So there's no point in exposing people because what's the point? I guess that that's Interesting. I mean, that's a good point. And I think that's kind of making me reflect on... Because I'll be honest, like I said, for me, it, it irks the shit out of me. Oh, no, don't get me. And, yeah, and I think it irks me because I'm like, call a fucking spade for what it is. And I think part of it has come from 
my own experiences that I've gone through. And I think that's part of situations I've been in where it made me stop and say, you know what? I think in a sense, you kind of threw your my shit in my face and yeah. I kind of didn't appreciate it. Um, but it also made me reflect like, I need to pull back because you have shit to throw at me because I put that bullshit out there. And it's like, my thing is, I don't like talking shit over the internet. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that's that's fake. Like, if I'm going to say something to you, regardless if it's positive or negative, yeah, I want to say it to your face. Because that means it counts and I mean it. Yeah. And half the stuff I see on the internet is... Those people will never, ever, ever say it to their face. Because they don't have to worry about the repercussions. Yeah. If I, like, me and you said, if I stand up to you and I say, look in your face, I say, go fuck yourself. You now have to deal with me saying to go fuck yourself. We have a, we have to do something about that. Yeah. If I tweet to you, go fuck yourself, and you're God knows where, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You're just like, all right, I guess that guy told me to go fuck myself, or you're going to start arguing with people. There is no point in arguing over the internet because you. it's just, imagine, it's like, it's like two animals barking at each other, and there's just a... Just a plexiglass, uh, like plexiglass, and they're just barking at each other. They can't yeah. do anything about it. They're just talking shit. Nothing's gonna happen. And I feel like it's 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 all fake. The internet, you are fake on the internet. I'm fake on the internet. You're fake on the internet. He's fake on the internet. She's fake on the internet. It's all fake. And people live and die by the internet, and it's sad. So where is where do you think this is now leading? Like this current generation, that's like obviously one of the things like. I'm seeing is obviously increased like anxiety and, and bullying and well, all that shit that we can say it's it's so there's more it's, access it's making to. life difficult. It's making people even more insecure. Um That's true. Very it, true. And it's in social media is making not not necessarily my generation, but my brother's generation. Yeah. It's making them think that that's the life they're supposed to live. When in reality, it's all a lie. It's all a lie. Yeah. Um, you know, Well, because they're setting up a certain image. And I think that goes that, back. And I, that's, that's a big reason why I don't like Instagram. I don't like Instagram. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, I don't. Because it, I, I can take a picture of a piece of shit on the ground... With all that filter and all that shit, I can make it look great, and I can probably get a bunch of likes on it. It's all fake. Those people don't look that way. Those people don't have that money. Those people don't live that lifestyle. You know, you rent an Airbnb, a nice Airbnb, take a bunch of pictures in it, and next thing you know, you get a thousand likes because people think you own that house. That's not real. Yeah. The fact that I can say that and that people are actually doing that says a lot. Like, oh, I'm in, oh, I'm out of town. Like, if I go to Memphis, I'm going to rent a fancy Airbnb, take a bunch of pictures, be like, oh, on the come up, catch up. People be like, damn, he stepped his game up. No, he was on vacation or, oh, he just did it for the day. That's not real. None of, it's not, that's like the big point about social media is none of it's real. So, now, this is where like, um, I guess an internal dilemma sometimes comes up with me with, with when I do post on social media is... I asked I ask myself the question, why am I posting this? So, 
are we at a point where no one should post shit because no, no, no. like when you're posting it's it's for you're expecting a react you're not i feel like people don't just post to post well like, when i post when i post my stuff on facebook i post because one i liked it mm-hmm. i want to share it and i posted a, a second reason why is maybe somebody else will think i'll like it that's it i like you're, it you're referring to like reposting like you know memes yeah and that's, videos that's and stuff simply like that. it that's all i do but you go out of town like, you go on vacation oh, like, yeah 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 yeah. like let me type this up kind of shit well like like for instance like let's say i take a vacation somewhere and and i take a picture or whatever like a sunset or some shit and i upload it right Am I uploading for the motive of just to upload and share this with other people? Or am I uploading for a sense because I want someone else to know where the fuck I'm at because they're not See, fucking there. Like, that's where I'm that's, like, that's the a bit, conflict when, of... When it comes to that, and a lot of people know this about me, I don't like people knowing where I'm at at all. Mm-hmm. I don't... Like, if I'm on vacation, like we went to, when we went to Cali, yeah. I, didn't post, I maybe posted three pictures. None of them were on Facebook. I posted a couple from on Instagram because I was it was Cali I was flexing yeah again all fake I was feeling myself but other than that I don't do like me personally I don't do that because I don't want anybody knowing where the fuck I'm at so what about like snap like when I you're snapping like having a good time shit like that like you're snapping that for a reason you're not snapping it just to share it I'm not, aren't you well, snapping no when i this is just in general like in general like yeah like I not feel, directed at you but no, in general i feel in general when it comes to that it's like look at me look where i'm at look what i'm doing that's what snapchat is all about that's not it for everybody i for myself and a, a few people i know it's more of this is what i'm doing and i'm explaining like oh like it's essentially the come through kind of thing like mm-hmm. if you're if you want to if you want to hang out come through this is where i'm at that's what I use it for. Like, I'm here. I'm at the bar. Come through. Like, here's a beer. Come through. Let's drink. Let's have fun. I don't post on Snap, like, look at me. Look what I'm doing. You know, be jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... What? Why? Why? Again. That, well, and, and I guess that's where, like I said, I do have this, like, internal conflict with it because I don't want it to come off as I'm trying to show off or I'm trying to, like, make people feel some type of way. But then it's getting to the point where it's like, well, then why post that all? Well, like, why I mean, when it comes to like, like, when people whatever. coming some type of way, that's not on you. That's on the individual. Like, why are you getting upset? Because you're not there. That's not your. That's not her fault that you're upset. That's yeah. your fault. Like, if I post a picture of me and Callie at a sunset, and people are getting upset, like, fuck you, you're in Cali. I'm like, why are you getting mad at me? Like, when I see pictures of people on vacation, yeah. Like my friends on vacation, I'm like, good for you. You saved enough. You saved up money. You went somewhere you wanted to go, and you look happy. Yeah. Good for you. I'm not looking at like, fuck you. You went to Colorado. Fuck you. You went to uh, you went to Oregon. No. Like you saved up your money because it's expensive to go on vacation. Oh yeah, for sure. So the fact that you saved up enough money, you went and went somewhere you wanted to, you wanted to go, and you're doing what you want to do in that fucking city. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm not, why am I going to hate? And that's another thing about social media. It's full of fucking haters. It's full of fucking hate. Well, yeah, no. And and I think, like I said, this is like stuff that I've, I've like pondered for like a while. Like, and I think because I know, or I've heard, or I, maybe this is me. Maybe this is something I need to change about myself. My assumption is people are posting shit because they are trying to flex or they're trying to show off 
because they want to feel some type of way or they want to maybe glow or feel better about the self about themselves about yeah. what they're doing so in a sense it for me i look at it as i kind of don't want to do it because i don't want to be that but like i mean you've given me another perspective on it and maybe that's not what people are trying to do maybe that's that's bad on my part that i'm making this assumption that people, people are, are jealous yeah well i mean that comes probably from what you've seen on facebook or you, you hear people talk about like i've never once been upset that i've seen pictures of someone on vacation mm-hmm. i mean even if i don't like the pictures i'm like good i mean that's that's cool they went to that yeah. they went to they went to fucking texas awesome i've never been to texas i'm like i'm looking at him like man hope maybe i'll go there when i go to texas yeah not fuck you like if you're if you're hating on someone especially like people i know my age who mm-hmm. are broke and they go out it's like far out of state who are broke and they save up money and you're still fucking hating you're a piece of shit yeah why are you hating on someone who grinded so they can go on vacation yeah if my thing is is like if you're gonna hate on that you you're gonna hate on fucking everything like when i see my friends out of town i'm like cool i, I can do that i can save up money fuck yeah i like, i could save up a couple grand go to cali have a great week and then come back and work go back like like shit ain't never happened yeah I can do that. And I'm not going to hate, you know, because I'm like, good for you. Like, it, 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 and it gets to a point where you see so much hate and it's like, aren't you tired? Like, that eat, like, it goes back to the beginning. It's well, I was like, going to say, I think that's full circle. And I think that's part of um, the challenge sometimes where I see certain things because I do, you know, you talk to people or you, you're part of certain conversations and you recognize kind of there's a certain hate towards other people or other situations um and so it just makes me kind of reflect like damn if you feel that way about such and such how do you feel about me if i you know when i do like posts or you know or like when it comes to that and and it comes to like social media i i don't care what people have to say on about me on social media yeah because if they really felt some type of way they would have said it to my face and i know a lot of people i know there are people that like me i know there are people that love me and i know there are people that do not like me mm-hmm. and if those people that do not like me never say that they don't like me that's that's okay but if they do i'm like okay i don't care that you don't like me so let's move like okay we'll just like, ne- let's move forward from this yeah okay we'll just never speak to each other or i mean i all right i'll never look in your direction i guess i'll i just won't acknowledge your existence i guess if you hate me that much or you just don't like me okay that's fine but if you want to keep egging on i'm like all right then you're just you're looking for trouble but if you want to keep it civilized like i don't fuck with you all right that's cool i'm gonna move on with my life i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cry over oh this person doesn't like me oh oh, oh. and like that's something i've realized over being an adult is not everybody's gonna fucking like you yeah and i think that is something that um i think people kind of get wrapped up in and and I'll say even for myself, sometimes it's like, well, what the fuck did I do to you? You know, or why do you there feel are so stupid? some people that just, just don't like you? Exactly. Just like I know, like I, I, I know people that I just do not fuck with. I'm like, you've never done anything wrong to me, but just something about you. I don't fuck with you. It's a vibe sort of. Yeah. Thing. Like your energy is fucked. I don't want nothing to do with it, but it doesn't mean I'm going to be fucking rude. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot fuck with somebody and still be civil. Like. It's not even, it's not even, like, being fake. 
It's just like no drama. Like I'm not gonna start shit with you, cause why? Why am I gonna Why am I gonna make myself upset? Yeah, and like, I think that's the key point. And I think that sometimes is a challenge for people is um, going once again full circle when we talk about toxic people in our lives and trying to get rid of them. The reality is life is too short. You know, trying to deal with other people's problems or toxicity or whatever it may be you recognize that that takes away from your life that's the way takes away from your time whatever it is that you're at home or or whatever moment you're enjoying with um and i think there's certain people who cannot recognize that maybe i think one of the things is maybe sometimes people don't recognize that they're the ones kind of producing that vibe for someone yeah. else and i think you brought up you really kind of opened my eyes and brought up a good point where you're saying Toxic people don't mean that they're bad people. Yeah. I think that really resonated with me because I think sometimes we associate it. And, and that's the thing too. Like it, it took me this long and I've, I, I've, I'm around those currently around some of those people where they're, they're, they're giving off toxic behavior, but they're not bad people. They're just in a situation that is making them toxic and they have to get it out of them and they're poisoning everybody else. They don't yeah. mean to, they honestly don't mean to, but it's just, but it just comes with it. You have to get it out. And it's unfortunate that the people around you are affected by it. I, yeah. I feel like once those people are flushed, they get it out of their system. And they're healed. They're to some healed. Extent. You know, it, it's going to take time. But once they're healed and they're clean and they've, they've been cleansed and they're back, back to normal, they'll flourish. Yeah. And they'll go back to being that person. But... Me, like, I, I don't think I'm a bad person, but I know I can be toxic sometimes. And the fact that I, I can acknowledge that and I can accept it, I, I can try, when I, when I see the signs of, ooh, I'm kind of being kind of toxic, I can stop it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be this way, maybe I need to be alone or maybe I need to be around somebody else or just do something different so I don't spread it. Yeah. Because the last thing I want to do is bring toxicity and negativity into someone's life. Because I'm one of those people that believe the energy you give out is the energy you give back. So I don't want, like, I'm tired of getting negative energy. So now, okay, I'm going to keep pushing positivity. And if people don't want to accept it, that's okay. They don't have to. But don't push your negative agenda on me because I'm not going to have it. Yeah. Well... This is kind of where I was hoping this this episode would go. Well, to. it did go there. I feel like, in a sense, I'm in group therapy. Like this, this is, is the, group everyone, therapy. Everyone's gonna listen to this episode like expecting like, oh, this is gonna be fun. It's like it super serious. It's like, damn, this got deep. Sorry, y'all. We didn't. We didn't. Need, I mean, I guess we did mean to take it. Well, there, yeah. But. We, we had been. We had talked about like this a couple days ago. Like, let's make this a mental health episode. Well, and I, I feel like, like I said, I think there's things that you said, actually. I feel like, damn, like, you brought up some good points. Like, and you, it, you hit me hard with some therapy it, myself. And it's like, look, the thing is, and like, I know there are going to be people listening to this who are going to feel some type They're going to feel some type of way. And look, I, I'm not attacking anybody. It's I'm not talking down on anybody. I'm not throwing dirt on no one's name. I'm not here to start shit. But this is the truth. Yeah. That you are able to remove yourself from toxicity. You're able to remove that negative energy from you. Mm-hmm. It, it all, it's all on you. And if you want to be clean and you want to be happy and you want to be positive and you want to feel free, you need to take the first step. 
Don't wait for any, but don't wait for that person to stop being toxic. True. Because you will wait for fucking ever. The moment you and like the thing too, and, and what people need to realize, and this is I've told multiple people this, and they and it's hit them. The moment you start worrying about your mental health, you may affect somebody else. Like damn, so and so is thinking about their mental health and how they're gonna better themselves. Maybe I should. You know, you taking a step back and kind of being selfish. It's okay to be selfish from time to time. Being selfish and worrying about yourself can open the eyes of others and be like, maybe I need to do that. Yeah. And you can, maybe it, it, maybe you'll start the phase where like, maybe we should all stop being toxic. Like in your group of friends, like, yeah, so-and-so did it. He looks great. He seems happy. She seems happy. I'm going to give it a shot. And next thing you know, it's a domino effect. And then you guys will come back full circle with a new state of mind. I'm like, yeah. damn, I needed that. So don't, and, and the big thing, and I tell people this, and it took me a long time to realize this, is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. What do you have to be afraid of? Fixing yourself? You, you don't need to be afraid. Whether it be finding a new hobby that betters you, makes you happy, makes you calm, seeing a counselor or a therapist, um, I don't know, just going out taking a walk. Um, take or that, like you said, stepping back a little stepping bit, back, taking time for yourself. Take a mini vacation, you know, just be by yourself. Focus on you. Like, take a good look in the mirror. I'm like, what do you want? It's okay. That's That's the first step in bettering yourself. I've done it. Yeah. And I'm on my way to even better myself even more. And I want to spread that message. And I want, like, like I want to tell, like, I'm, I'm not expecting anything from anybody. But if I can help you in the slightest way by making you happy, like, hey, try this out. If you don't want to, okay, that's fine. But it helps me. And it looks like you need help. Or you come up to me and you want help, try this. What's it's? I'm not gonna give you any advice. It's gonna harm you. It's gonna harm anybody around you. It's it takes a couple seconds, a couple minutes. Just give it a shot. Yeah. Well, and I think I think some of the fears that may come from it, and then this is coming from my own experience, is is the repercussion that comes from it. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I said, when you try to remove yourself from certain situations, or you try to remove yourself from toxic situations. That person may not see it as, oh, they needed to go for, for a good reason. Sometimes that creates some problems and some chaos within itself. But when, 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 you, when you remove yourself from those situations and you come back, like, clean, better, if those people don't accept you as, as, as mentally healthy, you don't need to be around those people anymore. It, it's, it's heartbreaking because mm-hmm. I've been there. Well, and I think one of the things, too, to, that's important to mention is one of the things I learned... And this is something that I've heard from other like therapists and so forth is certain people may come into your life at a certain period and that's when you needed them. And then at some point you may not need them anymore and it's okay. There's certain like relationships, friendships, you know, even family that you kind of grow out of um, and you accept them for that time period that you had them. But if they don't, if you don't carry them to like a longer point in your life, that that isn't bad, yeah, and it, I think people look at that as like, oh, I can't cut that off because we've invested so much, yeah. so much time together. But sometimes that person is only in your life for a certain point in your journey, and and that's it. And you you learn from each other what to do and what not to do. And I've I've heard people say that, and I've 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 talked to someone about 
the way I handle things, mm-hmm. and the way I get messages. I'm a big music person. Yeah. I get my messages from music. I listen to an album. It may not hit me. I listen to it again maybe two years down the road when I, like, how, how this was is I listened to an album when I was younger. It's cool. It's a good album. Very good album. Going through some tough shit a couple years ago. And it hit me real hard. Mm-hmm. And that, like, like that, like, people come and go in your lives. I was like, I think I didn't need to hear it then. I need to hear it now. Yeah. I understand it now. I see what they're trying to say. So, in 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 in, in it, when it that is, somebody could tell you something, right now. Okay, I'll tell you it, and then a couple of years down the road, something will, you know, will happen. And you're like fuck, and it will make you remember what somebody said. Like yeah, oh, I should have fucking, they saw they saw this coming, or they knew what was gonna happen, or they they, they that's happened to them. Yeah. So when. I think what and what people need to do is when people give them advice, not to be like fuck, not so abrasive, like like yeah. fuck you. Don't tell me what to do. Um, I'm I'm stubborn. I don't like when people tell me what to do. But as I get older, I'm just like, let me put that in my back pocket. And I like, oh okay, so I'll go through my file. Like somebody did tell me about this. This this happened. Somebody had mentioned that years ago. Like. And when you get put in certain situations, you should always keep an open mind and be prepared for, for bad things. But don't don't let it consume you. Well, and I and I think that, like you said, some people can hear it, but they don't understand it until they're gone through it. Yeah. You know how many things have our parents warned us about certain shit, and you're like, oh, whatever, it's never gonna be like that until you're in that shit and you're like damn you had a point but sometimes people have to go through that experience to really understand what it means and this Mm kind of goes back to when we were talking about like you know certain people that have gone through certain traumas just get it because they they get and they've been through it yeah there are other people who didn't have to go through it and it's not their fault but they may not fully understand the other experience sort of yeah and, and like the thing is in how i feel the world is going in how it, the this the United States is separated. It's very obvious. Yeah. We're very separated. I wait when it comes to politics, this is all gonna go back to people. But um you can't oh, fuck, I lost it. Fuck. Hold on. I, I don't know. I, I totally had I totally knew Fat I had, Fabio had a had a train of thought and I, that I, train I, just, fell off yeah, the fucking got track derailed. but maybe I'll come back to him but I mean the reality is I think this is a good conversation like you said I think there's some people oh, that may listen to it all shit oh, it's, it's, it's about being progressive it's um everybody's too worried about over like like I'm better than you I'm better than you I'm better than you it's like it, it gets to a point where you look yeah, at yeah we're all one yeah we like and I don't like those type of people. Like you, like I've known people who you tell one story, and they got to tell a, a twice bigger story. Like, but but that's because that's where society's at. Society is, has pushed us now to the point where you have to be the best of the best. Going back to the best of the best, like you have to be the best of the best because we are in so many fucking competitions. Either you're in competition to be the top top dog at work, you're in the competition to try to get into the best school, you're in the competition to have better than the Joneses next door you know I think we're in this mentality of 
we have to do better than the other person. And I think we've lost the sense of community to some extent and acceptance of just this is my life. This is my path. This is what makes me happy. And it doesn't have to look the same as the neighbor next door. That And, and when it comes to one-upping, you don't, you don't build that way. Mm-hmm. When, when a new town's being built, nobody's one-upping each other. They're all working together. So it all rises. So, it, it, and it goes back, you know, again, it goes with social media too. Yeah. Everybody's one-upping each other. When in reality, like, what's the point? Why can't we all support each other, support everything around us, and we can all build, we can all be peaceful, we can all grow together. That's my, like, people would much rather tear down than build up. And I think that is really the theme of today. Um, I mean, this is this is a conversation I didn't think we were going to go as intensely into so i've been wanting to have a conversation like this for a long time so to the audience members you know i hope you guys are enjoying this deeper version of conversation um because i think this is reality is this something everyone has to reflect on and this is something that needs to be spoken on yeah because the more the more and more we hide it the worse and worse it'll get it's like it's an infection yeah you see you have a cyst and you see it growing it's like you're not just going to let it grow. You're going to go take it out. And it comes with... That cyst you have is toxic people. You see it growing. You see it sickening you. You need to cut it out. You need to heal. And you need to learn from others. You need to be supportive of the people around you. And you can't be full of hate. Hate is overrated. It's done. We need to work together. Yeah. I'm... I'm ready. I, I'm ready. Shit. I'm not. I'm done hating. Like, I'm over it. Like, why am I going to hate on someone because I don't have it? What am I, 12? No. Well, you brought up a big challenge to everyone who listens to this. And I'm, it's not, not even a challenge. It's just, it's, it's some, it's advice. Yeah. You don't, it's, I don't, I'm not going to challenge, like, do better. No, you don't have to if you don't want to. People will do better when they're ready. But I, but I think you bring up a valid point, too. I think we have to change our mentality about one-upping and trying to do better, in a sense, than the other person. Um, I think that's something I want to reflect on more, you know, kind of on my own time of how do we build together and kind of, like you said, create a city that rises together versus someone who is constantly one-upping, you yeah. know, trying to have the biggest building, trying to have the, the coolest technology, whatever the case may be, like... Um, how can we stop that and just reflect and kind of like, you know, we said kind of empower each other. And it doesn't go like, oh, we all have to get the same. No, we don't. But when, when you see someone needs help, toss that hand out there, you know? And if you see someone down, pick them up. You know, call 911 for the crack. Oh, God. Well, yeah, no, you guys, yeah, you guys should have called the cops. But uh, I think this is a good point to start uh, wrapping up. This conversation led into a longer conversation than I think we both expected. I feel like Saturn right now because I'm sweating. I know, it's hot in here. It's hot in here. To bring you guys quality, we got to turn off the AC because, you know, it's rough up here in this this little studio that we got. 2020. Uh, We miss Saturn. We miss you, dog. Come home. We hope that when he listens to this, you know, he cries a little because the, the conversation was so deep. 
you know? I would, we're going to have another... We're going to have part two of this conversation, but we're going to have him here. We hope that people who are listening to this use this as a moment of reflection and not as... Yeah, like... Like you said, there's no attack here. This is all just reflecting and thinking. Like, we all, we're all fun and games, but in all reality, like, make sure you're healthy. Yeah, that's the make, big point. Take care of yourself. Because if, if you don't take care of yourself, who is? That's true. Who's going to... What's that RuPaul saying? Hot... <sighs> How's someone gonna love you if you don't love your damn self? That's true. I did hear that. Um, I know that's not the way RuPaul says, but, it, I, but yeah, I, as a soundboard, like he had planned <laughs> it to today, I could have put a little RuPaul clip in there. Um, so yeah, hopefully I figure that out. That's one of my missions is for us to have a soundboard so we could play some clips here and there. Um, but that's that's it for us on this on this serious Sunday, so yeah. to say. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of just Beans and Fat Fabio. You know? Yeah, we out here. Uh, as as a reminder, oh, we didn't even do... Let's, let's wrap it up with our, our word. I don't think this segment's doing really well for us. But, yeah. Uh, if you guys have an idea for a different segment, you know, let us know. They ain't gonna email us. They didn't email us the word. Well, you know, our last... Chloe said... Hey, how about you text us? That's better. How about you text... If you got our number, text us. Normally, our guest gives us a word. Chloe said, and hint that. I don't even know what that means. Well, I mean, I got a better Spanish per, uh, well, proficiency. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know. I can understand. I can understand enough where they're talking shit about what, me. What do you think it means? Because when I heard it, well, I thought of human centipede. What I'm is not it? Gonna lie. In hintar. I don't even know. I can't even give What's you a guess. What's your I guess? I don't. Man? Is it? Is it? Is it? It's an action. I'm gonna say I it's, don't an, know. A, it's an action. Something to do with a shovel. With a shovel. Yes. An action that has nothing to do with shovel. I think having to... I think to strike with a shovel. To strike with a shovel. And I thought human centipede. Like, Why? Because gente means people. I know that. And then hintar, I don't know, the E-N. I was like, maybe it's like sewing people together. And then I just thought of the human centipede. Knowing her, it's probably fucked up. Or it's not. We'll see. But, uh, let me get a definition. While she's looking that up, uh, everybody, I don't know, I'm gonna take this off the rails. If you're on Twitter, um, it, alright, um, if you guys know what Vine is, back in the day, um, there's this guy who was a Viner, his name was Joey Salads. I don't know if anybody remembers him, he made videos of, like, him breaking his dad's TV all the time. I guess he's running for New York congressman? And if you go to his Twitter, every time he posts something about pol- anything political, he just recently posted something saying about build the wall. Um, I did not know this until I went through the thread. He has a picture of himself with a MAGA hat and a swastika on his arm, which is fucked up. And right next to it is a, a video clip of him pissing in his own mouth. Yeah, that's who's running for Congress in New York right now. That sounds a true definition of inhintar. What does enhentar mean? So, it means to be overwhelmed by crowds. Describing being trapped by crowds or getting distracted or anxious. Oh. So, pretty much you feel like there are shit ton of people around you and you go into a panic mode. Which, now I feel like I fully... Understand it? Understand it because oh, I feel so like that. So, it's not being... It's not a human a, centipede. Or any action with a shovel. No. It really is a... It's a panic attack. It's a panic attack. It's a... 
panic attack being in a crowd, essentially. Okay. I might have to take that word now. Now I can use a new word in therapy, in Spanish therapy. Damn, I had a new word I was going to use. I forgot it, though. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to this year's conversation today. I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed it. Thanks. If you guys have any thoughts or opinion, you know, hit us up on our Facebook um, at podcast.tot. Um, you can always send us an email, which you never do, and it makes us sad because we really want to talk to our fans um, at podcast.tot at gmail.com. Shout out to all those that have left those reviews on iTunes. Please, if you haven't, leave us a, a review. We'll read it on, you know, live. Um, so, yeah, next next week we do have a guest. Um, do Saturn- we? Yeah, we have a guest. Oh, is it uh Wonderboy? Wonderboy. Yeah, Wonderboy. Right, that's right. Um What are we gonna get afterwards? Pupusas. There you go. I'm you not know, gonna even we, attempt to say we, that. We'll we'll talk about pupusas in two weeks after you know, after you had them you yeah. talk about your experience. Saturn will be back. Um hopefully you know, y'all didn't miss them too much. I know we miss them here. So Yeah, it's a But we just miss him because of the work he does. Yeah, well he's he brings energy. True. He's the energy. Also, he's been helping out here a lot and not having him here. So. I could see. Yeah, clearly. Um, but yeah, that's it, folks. Yeah. Have a good Sunday. Drink some water. Stay hydrated. Love your family. Love yourself. Remember, geez, the three things in life. Live, laugh, and love. That's some. Some white woman some shit. Some cheesy ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> What is this? Pray, eat, love, man. Come on. This is Sister Lou, the traveling pants, man. That was a good movie. Hit the red button. You gotta hit the red button.